All right. I so last week I reminded everyone before we got into the word to, am I remember what that reminder was from last week? Look in the mirror. Well, what you going to, the whole mirror. Well, what you going to do once you look in the whole mirror? What you say to Karen? Make the adjustments. All right? Make me adjustments. Now, when you look in that mirror, look in it honestly. And so this is the thing. Make an adjustment daily in the mirror. Okay? So you know how we start off the year and we got all these goals of things that we're going to do or things that we're believing for? You know that, right? And then I guess we're trying to do it all in one swoop, huh? Just you start the year and, you'll, and you change your entire life that, you know, as soon as the year starts. That's how it was working? No, do something every day to change something you see in that mirror. Now, I'm telling you, I told you, we talk about this in January. Some of you going to go through most of the year, and then you're going to look up and say, I would have, could have, should have. And then you're going you're gonna to need help. You're going to feel panicked. You're going to feel desperate. And you're going to say, I don't know why this is happening to me. Because you didn't make the changes that you know you need to make. Stop putting off tomorrow what you can do today. You could do something today. You know, people got exercise goals. You could do something. You know, walk up and down your, the flights of stairs uh, 10 times before you sit down and watch TV or something. Something. So we can do something every day, okay? So it might, you know, I didn't give you a whole lot of uh, uh, scriptures and everything with that. It's just, uh, you know, God just keeps reminding me of it. Uh, so, so I'm buying time for everybody to finish everything they're doing get in the sanctuary so they can get locked into what God has to say. You know, um, you know, I know we got some transition for people, but if you're not really doing anything that you have to do, you should be uh, locked in hearing the word. Because then that's the other thing that happens. We get through uh, certain parts of the year and be like, how come God didn't come through? God did come through. God communicated detailed and specifically, but sometimes we were preoccupied. Missed that one little nugget that was going to change our entire life. All right, so we have anybody, uh, Ty, hovering around that is not specifically doing anything. Uh, could you encourage them to plant themselves in the sanctuary? Uh, don't pull out any weapons or anything, Ty. Just, in, just, just encourage. In love. All right. All right, uh, I just don't want people to miss stuff, that's all, you know? Hey, so uh, Marcus, could you put up the, uh, is it, what is it, the second slide? Because the first slide is, yeah, the second slide. So we had talked about, what's that, the first or second? That's the, that's the second, ain't it? All right, so let's go back to the first, Tia, please. All right, so that's the first slide, right? Uh, new momentum this year, tremendous momentum for the Ayers family, growing into God's desires, elevation, fresh start, manifestation with their manifestation. All right, Tia, we're going to go to the second one. Unexpected invitations, new platforms, our names made great throughout the earth, uh, things to happen quickly. 
um, apprehending what's apprehending us, right? Uh, and then let's go to the next one, Tia. All right, so, uh, so today I'm going to, because it's in the vision, I'm going to hit a little bit of as it relates to marriage. And so as I hit as it relates to marriage, obviously those that are married, you know, is relating to the covenant you have. Those that are, are not, or those that are single and are not operating with a husband and wife marriage, uh, we're talking about your marriage to the Lord, okay? All right, so this is going, so, so look, it says uh, uh, God's manifest in what he's put, what we put in the atmosphere. And this was spoken into me and Pastor Mel's life, but this is, the Lord told me, this is something he's speaking into our lives, all right? Manifesting um, uh, what we put in the atmosphere. Now, what, something, something's missing up there. Could you go back to the other slide? I, I now come back to this slide. Did I miss that? I didn't do that, did I? No, no, no. It's something else that's supposed to be in there. Okay. Maybe, maybe I played y'all. All right. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's at the top. My bad. I'm looking in the blue box because it's easy to see from here. But up top it says uh, manifesting, manifestation of why he, why we were brought together. So again, why we were, you were brought together in your relationship with each other and why God brought us together in this union, in this marriage. And a part of that is God will manifest what we put in the atmosphere. And of course, uh, Matthew, let's go to Matthew 16 because this is big. This is big because... You know, there's a lot of weird things that have been happening at the beginning of the year in some people's lives. You guys agree with that? Yeah. Now, my wife said something big. My wife said, she said, babe, she said, I noticed, uh, she says a lot of weird stuff is happening. She says, but so the adversary is, you know, just trying to attack folk. She says, but I'm excited. She said, I'm excited because if, if he didn't believe the vision was coming to pass, he wouldn't be attacking. You know what I'm saying? Why would you attack? It ain't coming to pass anyway. You know, but the fact that he's uh, a full-out assault, uh, my wife was saying, um, this was yesterday, she was like, she's been put, she, she talked about it and she put a big smile on her face. She says, I'm excited because that, that proves He's actually assisting in endorsing the vision by being scared of it, right? All right, but uh, this is going to help us with, all right, so, so, so I'll say this. I'm gonna, uh, did I pray? I decrease that you may increase, Lord, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so remember how we were, we were uh, walking through the children of Israel, especially in uh, Bible study fellowship? You know, how, and I think recently we were talking about them as they're going into the land. Uh, I think fr uh, Friday, Thursday or Friday, we was reading how different people had different parcels of land, uh -huh. right? A different uh, allotments because, you, 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 know, you know, your sister highlighted that. And uh, I think Rhonda said inheritance, you know. But they have di people had different allotments. But the interesting thing is when they first got to the land, remember there was some people that was like, well, where's our stuff? We here. And then the response was, you got to go get it. 
So, so just arriving at where God wants you to be. You know, sometimes we think we just, <laughs> you know, but there's, we, there's something that we have to do. And so when God is communicating things to us, like we ended the year talking about uh, breaking the chains of torment, right? And so you got all this information. They'd be like, oh, man, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't see that before. I see that now. But you understand, we got to apply this stuff. Like we have to use this stuff, right? So it's not just enough to know. We're going to be applying all that we know. Uh, my wife was saying this too. Uh, we were talking this morning driving. And we was talking to this uh, driving, uh, uh, what is it? Well, I, I don't like to be singing all these little songs, but, oh, so we have, when we come out of our house, we got this curve, right, that you got to go around. So she said, every time we go around that curve, you know what I be thinking? He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes, right? <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know if that's a negative connotation song, because so, I don't like to sing uh, anything secular. But when she said it, I said, actually, I know the song from camp. I said, but it, it's almost like the, the, the Christmas song where you go and it'll be, you keep adding things, which each year, well, that song, you, you'll have, uh, you'll have six white horses. You know, you just keep adding stuff on, right? And so we driving and we, and we both was like, well, well, why don't we remember that? Why did it come up when she went around, we going around the curve? That going around the curve triggered what was already in her, right? Now, 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 I'm gonna tell you right now. In camp, uh, I wasn't under any pressure. <sighs> okay, coming, coming, coming round. Like if he's doing a scripture today, you'd be like, oh, okay, that was it. Josh was getting that behold in Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen. He's, he's putting the behold uh, uh, before, in the middle, and after. You know, just you know, because behold, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying. But it's you know, he's getting it where it's a default. He knows the scripture, but you know, what I'm saying when it becomes a default. Well, so he's trying to lock in on it. And we keep doing things where we go, uh, well, in the morning, what? Okay, so you, you're going over uh, uh, Psalm 119.11. What's that? Yeah, I said that like a choir, right? right? That's a good thing, right? Right? You know, then we, uh, uh, what else? Uh, uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10. Know why y'all didn't do that as a choir? Because some people hesitated. When we're singing the same note, you got to let it go, right? <laughs> right? Some people hesitate, right? Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, y'all was looking for somebody to say, what's the first word? <laughs> right, 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 right? Matthew 6, See, somebody said but, somebody said see. Right, but what I'm saying is, after a while, triggers will trigger those scriptures. Right? And that's what we was talking about this morning. Like, so you want to have the scriptures in you because all those songs we know, you know, even that, 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 that uh, uh, seance song, Ring Around the Rosie and the, 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 the pocket full of Tozy and all that stuff. You know, that's, well, but you know that, that's, that, that, that's, that's not cool. That's not, that's, that's the, yeah, uh, my wife says talking about small box, but that's not good. Right? That's, that's, that's not a, a godly song, right? But we didn't sweat to remember it. 
Yeah, I can't do what I was about to do. It was about to come out of me. But I was about to do uh, Rapper's Delight, you know what I'm saying? The Sugar Hill Gang, right? Like, like but I remember, I, like, I, like, if we start talking, if I start doing it, all y'all probably, the people that's been around, the young folk will be like, what's the rapper? What's the Rapper's Delight? <laughs> is that a meal? <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is, like, certain things just come out of us, Right? For a long time, there was a there was a pocket with this with the millennials where it did nothing for them to be triggered. Uh, I don't care about nothing. I ain't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right? The lazy song. Yeah. Nobody was like, I hope I pass this test and learn the lazy song. <laughs> no, it was played over and over and over, and you really didn't want to do nothing anyway. So what you did, you related to the song. Right? And then you just start, you know, teacher be in school, be like, I don't know why you're looking at me. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing anything. Because I don't care. Because the song said it was okay. Well, God is trying to, the scripture says, meditate on the word day and night, do all that's written therein, then shall you make your way prosperous, then shall you have good success. What is it saying? There's things coming at you that's going to flood you without your permission. It's going to bypass your conscience, go right to your subconscious, your default, and you'll be confessing them without thinking about it. Right? You'll hear just the beat and start singing the song. Right? What, what he's saying, meditate on the word day and night, flush out that noise, replace it with the word. When you squeeze, it should trigger that word in you. So some people have been squeezed the last couple of weeks. Did it trigger the worry in you? Or did it trigger the worry in you? All right, so stay with me. Stay with me here. All right, so, so I'm, still, I'm still on the vision because I wanted us to, to line up with this. Matthew 16, uh, verse 19. Um, see, so something is spoken in your life. Look for it in the word. Right? You may have a peace. I think that's God. Don't stop there. Look for it in the word. Get some confirmation from the word, not from feelings and people's opinions. If you think in a certain way, line it up with the word. It's in there. The word, that it's in the word. You know, there's situations that, that I have with people and I go, well, you know, you know, that's not my opinion. That's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. Like, where is that in the Bible? I was watching this uh, movie. Ah, it's a good movie. I got to think of the name of it. Uh, but, the, but, but the guy, was, uh, he was a preacher, and he was in the Word. Um, was changing the city around, but a gang came into the, sound, in, into the city, and they started shooting up people. Well, he was a witness. So he decided to tell, right? Well... They, just, they, they, they destroyed his entire family. So then he just, he don't have nothing to do with God, ever. Young man comes to him. Matter of fact, he tried to kill himself. Yeah. Y'all seen that? Okay, all right. Yeah. Because he tried to kill himself, but he couldn't even kill himself. Right? So the guy comes, uh, a young man comes and ends up serving him. He's a bitter guy. Make a long story short. Well, well and he was very wealthy. But he, he did nothing with his money. Make a long story short, he and God ended up using him to change the young man's life. The young man ended up 
starting a church in the church that the guy abandoned, right? And then the, the young man was about to die, but he needed a loan. But the interesting thing is the guy has stopped using his lungs for the Lord. And so they, they, the, the guy was spending all types of money trying to find lungs, this, that, and the other, and then they hit him. I can get mine. And then it also hit him, maybe that's why I couldn't kill myself. But he went to God. See, see he didn't just try to kill himself so the guy could get his lungs because he, he tried that <laughs> some years ago. So he was stuck. He was like, I want to get my lungs, but I can't die. <laughs> God won't let me die. Like he would, he would take the gun and pull the trigger and it wouldn't go off. Pick the gun up and shoot it to see if it was working. It would work. Then he will put it back under his chin and click it, and it, and it, wouldn't, it wouldn't go off. Right? Like, like so, so but, but, but I noticed something when that young, little young man was squeezed, because the guy wasn't trying, the, when he hired him, he said, you can't use the name God in my house. You can't talk about nothing about God. But when a young man was squeezed, the only thing come out of him is what? The word. But the interesting thing, the guy, when the guy was mad, he would quote the word. <laughs> you know why? Because it was in there. It was in there. And I noticed when a young man kept getting into situations, he would just lean on that word. What are we leaning on when we get in the situations? Like, like I'm not saying what we know. I'm saying what we're leaning on. When we squeeze, what comes out of us? Well, hold on. I really want to panic on this situation, Lord. But your word says this, so we're going to see if that works first. Now, I'm going to just step back because I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking about doing. But, but, but let's see if this works. Do we give it a shot? Or because of maybe some things we're doing, we don't believe we deserve, we, don't, we have the right to the word to work for us. Has the devil tricked us like that? Okay. Matthew 16. What did I tell you? Verse 19. It says, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So here you have scripture that's telling us that when we take authority over things in the earth, God's going to back it up. Right? What we put in the earth realm. Uh, bless you, bless you, bless you. Uh, let's go to 18.18, Matthew 18.18. I heard that mentioned this week too. Uh, Matthew 18.18. This is verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So there it is again. But let's look here at verse 19. It says, and again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, uh, which is in heaven. So here you have God saying, I'm going to back up what you say. Then you guys says two, two or more get in agreement. I'm a, uh, uh, touching anything they ask, it shall be done for them because they're in agreement. But then verse 20 says, where two or three are gathered together in my name and my honor, it says, there I am in the midst of them. So God shows up. See, so there's something that happens when people get in covenant because covenant is saying, I want to live in agreement with you. 
That's what happens. Now, when we're not in covenant, we're committing to say, God, I want to live in agreement with you. But a covenant is saying, hey, I want to live in agreement with this person, right? So I want to keep myself with two or more in agreement, right? That's what, that, that's what the goal is. It's not to, uh, to live a single life in a covenant world. It's just not going to happen, right? And so, so, so and then you have, um, let's go to Isaiah 60, Isaiah 60. So, 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 what, so, again, God uh, manifesting what we put in the atmosphere. So I think about this, uh, uh, Isaiah 60, verse 1, it says, Arise, shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. So something happens when the power, peace, uh, and presence of God comes on you and saturates you. So you, you, you move different, as we were talking about, you know, if you haven't listened to it, please listen to Wednesday, um, God's Masterpiece. And if you don't have anything to do uh, that's more important than what God's saying, please show up on Wednesday uh, because you're going to need it all. And really, if we're going into the year saying we're going to do some things different, we probably want to, oh, we was talking about this in uh, uh, Bible school, how you know, when there's a lot of things presented, especially in the kingdom of God, you got all these different layers, the nat- your natural mind, because we're still growing out of adolescence, can say, oh, it's just too much. So we're not even looking for how to do it. Because we've already told ourselves, God should be happy he sees me on Wednesday. Now, now we have, we're not saying that out loud, but what, are, what, are, what is our action saying? God, you should be happy. Now, now, I'll focus, have attention, and and prepare, uh, iron my clothes the night before, and do stuff for Sunday. But but Wednesday, you know, you know, I work during the course of the day. Like I can't possibly come out, you know, unless there's a a party, a shower, a game, or something like that. Outside of that, I can't go to church on Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can schedule some other things on Wednesday. You know. Um, that was sarcastic, yes. You, you know, some of y'all hinted a little sarcasm there. Uh, so I apologize for the hint of sarcasm, but you get the perspective, right? So I guess it was a little fitting, okay? Um, but I got to watch how I say it because I want you to absorb this. Okay, so this is the thing. If God has, is, is, is presenting some things before us, the Bible says he came into his own and they received him not. So sometimes we're not receiving everything God has because we have our mind made up. Well, I've been hurt before, so do you know how long ago that was for some of y'all? And you're, living, you're still living off the residue of that? Like, like if you really map it out, do you know how long ago that was? Right? And you still haven't got back to flowing in a relationship. So let's say you, you some of y'all that are single, you meet somebody. All right, you meet somebody this week. Uh, for the young ladies, the Boaz, what the guys get? We'll just say a queen, okay? All right. Not that queen, but, you know, a, a queen in general, you know, since she took the name from all the other queens in the world, right? So <laughs> I'm the only queen, but anyway. So, all right, so now what happens? What happens? What happens? You, you go, got you now. Uh, I'll let you know when I need you. Right? You're, you're, you're now my new accessory. 
I let you, like, I, I rarely wear this watch. You know why? Because it's an accessory. It sits on the shelf until I decide to use it. It doesn't have a voice and it doesn't have a choice. Right? So when you get into your new relationship, are they an accessory or are they essential? Because essential things get different type of care, different type of attention, and different types of consideration. Now, some of us, the only thing essential in our life is our money. Not even God. God doesn't get the time money gets, doesn't get the labor money gets, doesn't get the effort money gets. Now, some of us, it's our looks. God doesn't get the time our looks get. Or, or because we spend hours trying to just make sure we look a certain way, right? 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 See, you see how y'all do? I notice y'all, y'all like, like determine y'all amens and stuff, you know. All right, it's cool, it's cool, because we family, right? It's good, right? Josh, you feel me, right? See, there we go. I, I just use, I work with Josh then, since y'all going to do me like that. All right, so, all right, so I'm, stay with me, because I'm still talking about what we put in the atmosphere. So now God set these things up, and he's telling us they're essential. But do we treat them like they're essential? And this is what you do when something is essential. Now you have to look at the whole picture and you have to be intentional with all of your time. And so we were talking about this in Bible school yesterday. When you come into the kingdom, you have to look at time different. And you have to maximize all your moments and you'll find the space and the place for everything God has for you. And you'll find out that some of the other things you were doing, they're not as difficult to navigate through. Right? Because you're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You see, you see how I triggered the scripture? You see how we did that? You see what I'm saying? You're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Okay? All right. So, so, so what this is saying is the glory has come upon me. The, the, the light has come. And then we know, um, remember Solomon, not Solomon, Saul, it says he, they, they saw him with the prophets, right? And it said he was changed into what? Another man. And he started prophesying with the prophets. But he wasn't somebody that was ordained a prophet. He was someone that got in the atmosphere of the power and anointing of God. Things came out of him different that day. You see what I'm saying? See, see, so what's happening is the scripture says don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. See, we're connecting all the dots, right? Gerard, you feel me, right? You see how I did that? I just slipped around. I went around this way, but I still got to the point. So when you get together, because we just read, two or more gather in my name, there I am in the midst. So what happens when we all get together? It creates power. The power saturates us, right? We start to speak things in the atmosphere. God backs up what we say. Right? You see, you, 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 see how, you see how we just, we, you see how we did the breadcrumb, Stella? We kind of walked into it, you know, because you, know, you got to catch these folk because, you know, if you let them know where you're going, they might get around it. You know what I'm saying? You, they can't know you're coming. You can't know you're coming. All right, so, so you see that, right? You got me there, right? You got me there, right? And so, so, so when it talks about God's manifest, manifest of what's in the atmosphere, what we put in the atmosphere, did it say positive or negative on that slide? Now, we don't come into the, 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 the fellowship of God. We're not soaking up all the layers, 
right? We, we just see God for two hours and not two hours because we're we late. So we may see God for an hour. We might not see an hour because we run around doing other things, right? So we distract. So by the time we get focused, we might get 20 minutes of God, right? And then, you know, you know when people come to the altar and, and they start, you know, getting their needs taken care of, we leave or we check out, right? So we got what? 17 and a half minutes of God on Sunday. The rest of the week, we were in the atmosphere of the world. And we're saturating that. So when we squeeze, what's going to come out of us? The world. The worry, not the word. See, because the Bible says out of abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. What we take in an abundance, not just what we are intend to take, but what we subconsciously take in, right? Amen. So you wonder why you keep breaking up. Well, what type of music are you listening to? Hey, they, 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 you know, was, I don't think they, they still listen to the stuff we used to listen to because it actually was a song, Break Up to Make Up, you know, by the stylistics. I was about to sing that too, but I'm not going to do that, right? right? But, but, but even in this culture, are, are, the, are the worldly songs covenant songs? There's more lust. You know, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's more, uh, it's not even adoration, it's idolization. Listen to me. A lot of the culture's music is not even adoration. It's idolization. So you consume yourself with that and you're squeezed. What's going to come out? Self, worry, things of that nature, right? So that's not like we don't have to like think pastor is making it up. You're living it right now. Okay, now, now, now let me ask you this. I'm, I'm, I'm just, this is an audible here because we're talking about what you put in the atmosphere. Now, do you understand you put things in the atmosphere whether you realize it or not, right? So, so for example... A lot, of, a lot of us sit back, right? Okay, so, so uh, I always say this, it's easy to coach from the stands, especially when I was a coach and a player. You know, I just come out, you know, I come out the game, I hear people up there going, man, they should be doing this. Well, come on out here and show us then. <laughs> Let me see you deal with that pressure. I was at, I was at the Davidson and BCU, BCU game yesterday, and it was constant pressure. You know, Davidson was constantly pressuring BC. You could just see constant pressure. And so because of how my mind thinks, because I play ball, I was like, okay, what you can do is this, you can do with this. Because if, if somebody's pressuring you, it works to your advantage. Because they can't pressure you and take care of what's behind them also. So once you beat their pressure, you scrambled everybody. But if you panic under pressure, it's going to mess you up. So that's what the adversary tries to do, right? And so, 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 so I, was, I, was, I was just thinking through how sometimes we sit back. Because I was listening to people on the stands. Take him out. Put him in. What are you doing? Go out there and show him with your old self. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you're not out there. But you're, so some of us roll like that. Now, we got, we got a message coming up called, uh, You See Me? And we're going to talk about the arrogance, the pride, and the conceit that we operate in a lot of times. How we sit back and we go, why are you doing that? 
as if we're the person that's supposed to assess it. Get in the game and you'll see why they're doing it. Some of us are going through stuff right now because we're being humbled. Because we sit back and we criticize so many situations. And so we're, we're, we're going through a process now because God's trying to purge us of the things that's getting in the way of living in manifestation. So we, we're, some of us are being humble right now. Some of us are being humble because we'll come to church, hear what God has to say, and because it doesn't match uh, our hustle, our compromise, because we want to get some, right? Y'all can put anything in that blank or get some. So I ain't say, did I say what get some was? Put anything in a blank. So what we do is we reflex and go, well, don't take all that. Don't read that. So since it don't take all that, you got some, but the rest of your life is crazy. You know why the rest of life is crazy? Because what you, what you attacked is what you need to get out of your mess. Right? But you told yourself it don't take all that, so then live in the mess you're in because you was given the solutions to it. You see what I'm saying? Again, we're putting things in the atmosphere and we don't realize it because of what we expose ourselves to. All right, you got me? All right, so I just wanted to spend all that time on just that one, right? All right, so uh, we said what we put in the atmosphere. And, and again, the goal for us as we get in agreement is to flow stronger in the gifts of the Spirit. So, you know, we already read Matthew 18, 19, and 20, and we just talked about when the atmosphere will flow, uh, uh, the, we get saturated and we start flowing in the gifts. That assists us in having better revelation. See, revelation is I can see better. You, you, you know why we struggle? We can't see. We're overwhelmed. There's too much pressure. I don't know what to do. Well, when you take on things that cloud you and blind you, it affects your ability to process problems. You will find yourself panicking because you're only trying to see when you're in trouble. Well, it's too, that's too late. Because now you're dealing with, with the situation, right? And so all this, all, you know how we tell ourselves, well, I'm not a reader. Keep it real. When we came out of the room, none of us was readers. It's not, listen, it's not really a skill set. It's something you learn to do. And with all due respect, I ain't going to say no names, but some of y'all lying. Because you be reading Facebook, you be reading TikTok, you be reading all types of stuff. You're only not a reader when it comes to the Bible. But you read all the time. You know, the guys watching the sports, we can watch the game and read what's going on with everybody else in the league through the little ticker, the small print. So we do read. It's just when it comes to the Bible. And then when it comes to the Bible, what frustrates us is the inability to get the revelation. That's all it is. It's like, I don't understand because it's hard for you to take on all that world and see clear enough to understand God. The whole purpose of everything in the world, so you can't have revelation. Because when you can see, you start to accelerate. If you're driving through a fog, you slow down. When the fog clears, you accelerate. Do you understand what I'm saying? When the fog clears, you do what? You accelerate. So a lot of times we're taking on 
See, 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 this is the thing. We're taking on all these layers. You got the people of the world trying to tell us stuff. You got our own mind because our own, our own arrogance or thinking we know everything telling us stuff. Right? And, and it's, it's, it's slowing down our, our process. And so we can't see. But the goal is for this year is for us to live in revelation. Listen, that's how, like our whole life is revelation. That's how we, oh, I see it. Oh, I see it. And then we just keep moving. Oh, I see it. And then sometimes we get, what we see means we got to change. I'm talking about me and my wife right now, but we're not by ourselves. See, but sometimes we see it and then we say, okay, I see that. Now I got to counter that with a justification to not accept that, live that, and walk by that. Because some of us, that's been our default. You know, I'm not saying this because I shared this with one of, one of the daughters here at the church, but some of us, okay, so, so I'm going to use Venetia because we've already talked about this, so this is not gossip. But I told her, I said, you know, I know the challenge is as she's been growing. This is a long time ago. I said, you playing too much chess. She said, what are you talking about? I said, every time someone says something to you, you got a chess move. You know, so, so hey, what you need to do, we, we need you to do is work on this. Oh, oh, Bishop to Rook three. Like making moves, like, because when you're playing chess, they're trying to capture your king. So they make a move, you counter with the move to either attack them or set them up to take them out. But we do that in all of our, a lot of our conversations. Because our default is, oh, <laughs> you almost got me, but let me get around that. Let me get around this. Let me get around that. Hey, let me get around. Yeah, you saying that, but what about this? We saying, or how about this one? So, Ms. Lamar, tell me a truth, and I go, well, you know, uh, why you got that brown jacket? <laughs> right. But let's say, let's say he, uh, uh, he snuck the brown jacket out of somebody's house. You know, so he's talking to me about something, I got to embrace what I need to change first. Oh, no, we ain't going to do that. Is, that. is that your brown jacket? Where'd you get it from? So now I done created a whole conversation. I made some moves, right? Now I got him defending himself. Did you see what we're doing? Am I going to change because I, cre- I created something for him to defend himself? He might change, but will I? I got to embrace the truth and stop making chess moves. Let him capture you behind. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened with uh, uh, Daniel and them. Daniel and them got captured. He ended up being a president because he got captured. He just kept his sights on God. Some of y'all need to be captured. Right, so I don't know how that's going to play out the rest of the week. No, nah, Pastor, I'm just captured. So... <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> right? Because you know how y'all be playing chess, twisting stuff. All right, so the goal is to walk in demonstration of power. So this is going to be big. This is going to be big because sometimes at church, you know, you hear these little lines and be like, okay. But the scripture says, my preaching and teaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but was in demonstration of power. So your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, Right? All right, and you go read that for yourself. That's 1 Corinthians 2, 4, and 5, right? 1 Corinthians 2. So that's not, I didn't make that up. All right, so demonstration of power 
as we talked about last week, it hit different. Because you start to see some things, Steph. You know, now I'm not talking about stuff that you can do with your own might. I'm talking about you know it's God. Now, how does demonstration of power manifest? Obviously, it would take faith, right? Obviously, you will have to believe in you when you're in an impossible situation, right? Yeah. Believe for a miracle or supernatural outcome, right? You feel me on that, right? I'm sure you feel me. You wouldn't be sitting here cancer-free if you didn't feel it, right? But that's twice, right? So that's and among some other things, right? Right? But, but that's demonstration of power. You understand what I'm saying? Well, how does that happen? Now, now again, you, you go through processes. You know, sometimes it, it shocks your system. The God stuff shocks your system because, you know, sometimes you don't want to believe because, you know, you got to believe and you got to wait. And then you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And I don't know. Am I worthy? Right? You go through all that. Well, sometimes you, you may panic, Right? Like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a process. Because you're trying, what you just say? It's overwhelming. So that's real, right? God having to manifest in an insurmountable situation is overwhelming. Guess what? None of us are exempt from that. We got that? But guess what? The only way we're going to see demonstration of power is we got to let ourselves get captured and trust that God's going to free us. Jesus let himself get captured. <laughs> Trusting that God was going to free him from death. Right? So sometimes we got to like let it work. Right? Let it work. Let it work out. Because we, the scripture says, have it, oh, say, when you've done all you can do to stand, stand therefore. So sometimes we're done. We ain't got nothing left. If we've given everything we've had to God, presented ourselves as a living sacrifice, and we've done everything up to a point, now it's, it's God. To, God, take it from there. And now you start to, now you're tapping into the impossible realm. See, the scripture says with man, it's impossible. But not with God. With God, Oh, what, 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 what y'all just say? Well, let me hear it one more time. Now, that's a wonderful statement, ain't it? But how many of us believe it when we're overwhelmed? Right? So now what we're dealing with right now is the adversary has been studying us. And it's, it's, it's living in manifestation time. But as Pastor Mel said, right, he's panicking. So as he panics, he's got, let me see who I can overwhelm. Because he's operating the principle we should have. He's like, well, I'm going to just do all I can do. I know I can't stop them. But maybe I can trick them to stop themselves. So I overwhelm them. And maybe they'll magnify the negative and not believe in the impossible. Pastor Mel said, to snatch their faith. Satan desires to sift you as weak, break you down, break down your faith, right? See, because this is the thing. Living it, Hulk said, so now it's time to live in manifestation. So, so you're the children of Israel. You know, you know, I mean, you went through plague, slavery, being treated unfair, 
God getting, God's about to get you out, then he changed his mind. Then God's about to let you go, he changed his mind. So every time you think you're leaving, <laughs> Pharaoh changed his mind. So, so everybody, you know, so you know how we do, right? You get some good news, right? You get some good news. Oh, some things are about to happen, right? <laughs> you, see, I hit you with that one. Did you get that one? All right, good. All right, so you get some good news. So now you're like, what? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we, we about to, yeah, we about to get out of here, you know. Oh, no, no, it's over. It's over. No more slavery. It's over. And then you wake up, and it's worse. <laughs> the man of God done came and told you it was over, and it's worse. You know, that's like the first year of the church, okay? All right, so then, then. God shows up with miracles, signs, and wonders. So you're like, yeah, now what? What y'all going to do? God done showed up. So you see the people that's been holding you at bay panicking. And then, then you, you hear the news again. Hey, you about to be free. So you get the good news again. And, you, and like, you start throwing parties. People start hanging out. You stop paying your bills. You quit your job. You do all that, right? Because you go, yeah, it's about to be on now. And then you wake up, and it's worse. Because he done changed his mind again. And you keep going through this, and God comes through with 10, full circle, miracles. So we had the 10th anniversary. <laughs> full circle. So now you being set free. Because they tired. <laughs> they can't keep up with God. They can't keep up with the miracles. Now, through this process, some people done fell off because they didn't believe. They got overwhelmed and they stuck there. Some people hung on. So, they, they, so now you're free. You're out here in the wilderness. And you what? You partying again. Here we are. See, you know, them fools didn't know what time it was. Right? Then... You start here. You're like, hey, what's all that noise, man? What's all that noise? <laughs> Your boy shows up. Man, they coming to get us, man. They done changed their mind again. And they ain't coming just to bring us back to the house. They coming to take us out, man. Then you go, let's run. And then you run, and there's a whole sea in front of you. A whole sea of circumstances. All of, like, like, it don't look like, this. okay, they chasing me. This stuff that I've been trying to get rid of for 10 years, 12 years, chasing me, man. And then in front of me, I don't see a way out. In front of me, it looks like I'm going to drown. Now what to do? Your leader shows up and goes, oh, no, 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 no. Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Right? Fear not. Do you see these people running behind us? All this stuff that's been coming at me for the longest. Do you see what's in front of me drowning? My next step is to drown. And you tell me to fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Believe even though you're overwhelmed. Because guess what? That's the time to believe. Because see, the thing is, what's chasing you, what you don't realize, 
is chasing you towards drowning. And if you stop trying to stand between what's chasing you and what's drowning, step out the way. And let God do his thing. Things going to open up for you. They're going to get drowned. Do you see that? Things going to open up for you by faith. Like when you, do you understand when you think miracles happen? When everything is going well, miracles happen when it looks like it's overwhelming and it's insurmountable and it's impossible. If you only believe. By love, silly. <laughs> right? See how, see how I slipped a little play in there? You know, faith is sitting, uh, we have faith here. The audience came out to the service today, so it's nice to have you here, faith. Did a good job in that play. <laughs> All right, let's go to John 3, right? Let's go to John chapter 3. Now, see, something happens when you get together because I'm going to tell you right now, none of what we just talked about is in my notes. <laughs> none in my notes. I'm actually on line four. <laughs> like, just amazing what God does. But, but, but I think, because the goal was to talk about uh, as it relates to coming together, but really to get into how manifestation takes place today. All right, but let's just look at John 3, verse 20 real quick, since I had that for you. Now, now so this is what's happening. Like, now, 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 hear this respectfully, and if it's, it's stretching and it's convicting, um, just change. Just look in the mirror and change, okay? I says, verse 20, it says, for everyone that do, how many people? Everyone, everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light lest his or her deeds shall be reproved. And and I'm not um, trying to uh, uh, add or subtract from the word. I know you Bible scholars, Revelation, it doesn't say his or her. Well, again, it's speaking as as, uh, us as mankind, a species, and just like when you talk about she the ship, it doesn't mean that the ship is a girl. You know, it's just, you know, how things are designated, okay? But I like to, you know, I like to make sure we're all inclusive, right? So it says, anybody that does evil runs from the light. Now, this is the interesting thing. Is so, so we all can relate to this, all of us. I just, we, we can relate. When we weren't all in, we weren't trying to be around the light. That's true. And so we wasn't trying to fellowship with the very thing that's supposed to assist in manifesting power. We're supposed to be saturated with something. You see what I'm saying? All right, so stay with me here. Verse 21. Uh, where, where are we at? Three. No, I know. We're at, I'm, I'm trying to find in my Bible. It says, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be what? Made manifest that they are wrought in God. All right, so now now when it says he that does his truth, the the scripture says you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free, right? And and we've studied here so many times. If you study out the word truth, it means final reality, the finished product. As I talked about the other day in God's masterpiece, uh, the truth about a caterpillar is a butterfly, right? So so now, now, so you have this caterpillar who starts out at a certain place. Now, he can decide like some of us and be big caterpillar on tree, 
you know, like big man on campus, you know, big caterpillar on tree. And, you know, he could be the, the toughest caterpillar, punking everybody. He could have the most money as a caterpillar. You know what I'm saying? He could know more stuff than the other caterpillars. But ultimately, that caterpillar is not living in truth until it becomes a butterfly. Now, why is that caterpillar hiding in the jungle as a caterpillar as opposed to coming into the light and transforming into a butterfly? Because he has to go through a process. Right? You say metamorphosis, right? You know, the title of his business, right? And, and so, so he, has to go through, he has to go through that process in the cocoon or, or the, uh, was it chrysalis or whatever it called, they call it. And, and the interesting thing is when he's, when, when he's see, he has, to, he has to be captured. That, that caterpillar has to be captured and bound for a period of time. And he has to work his way out of the bondage. But he can't skip that bonded stage or he'd just be top caterpillar, successful caterpillar. But he'll never be fulfilled till he see a butterfly. He'll be limited because caterpillars can only go but so far. It would take a caterpillar years to get to places the butterfly can get to in days. Right? All right, so you go through the process. And now this is the thing. When you're going through the process, you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Because guess what? You can't relieve the caterpillar. You can't see them bound, put your hands on it, and try to break them out prematurely. You'll kill them. Because he starts to build up or get submerged or baptized in fluid. Now, the fluid seems like it's overwhelming him, suffocating him. But it's placing a demand on him to actually release something. It's, it's, and so what happens is he, when he squeezed with all that abundance of word that's in him, it starts to flush into what was originally these little tiny feathers on his side. But they start to grow into wings. And as he breaks out of the cocoon simultaneously, the wings start to grow because what, was, what he was submerged with that he thought was overwhelming him was the same thing God was using him to assist him into becoming a butterfly and flying. But he has to go through the process. Y'all still think I'm talking about the butterfly? Okay, all right. Just make sure we is, make sure we all here, right? So, so, so again, that truth wants to manifest in the truth. See, we come to the light because we want the light to expose what's the treasures hidden in our earthen vessel, and we want things to manifest because we talk about living in manifestation. So, living in manifestation is living in the light and living in the truth. So, the last two weeks, I told you what. Look in the mirror. Look in the whole mirror. Right? Be honest with what you see and make the adjustments. Right? Because that, the, the whole mirror is telling you the truth. Right? See, see, again, we started out naked and unashamed. Then it said after they sinned, they covered themselves. It said that they, they hid themselves. Right? They were ashamed. That's when people start running to darkness and hiding. You, you, you talk to people, you interview people, or people challenge you as a Christian and go, well, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Ask them, are they sober and happy? See, you ain't thinking to ask that. There's not one person living outside of God's will that's fulfilled. And, the reason, and so that creates a thirst. And that thirst has them taking the world's vices to, they, they call it, I, I need to relax. No, you're going blind. You're, you're getting clouded. 
you're losing sight of purpose, right? And but, but a person tell you, well, I don't need that. Well, obviously you need something because if you were happy, you could do it sober. If you're truly happy, you sober, right? Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like so, so ask that question next time, okay? We'll just give you, that's a little extra, you know, I'll just help you out there. Because some of the people are telling you one thing, but if you look at their lives, like they're caught up in so many other things, they're not happy. They're thirsty, all right? All right, so you, you got me there. All right, so all right, let's talk about manifestation at least for a little bit, just for two, three minutes, and we'll get deep into it uh, next week. All right, so we talked about how... Um, uh, is it on the next slide? Let's, let's look at the next slide. Let's see what that says. All right. We'll go back to the other one. Actually, just go back to the, 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 the diagram. We'll get to that one, next, I think, next week. So, all right. So, so uh, manifestation. What manifestation is is bringing the unseen into the scene. So, we're, so, so when we talk about living in manifestation, we're bringing the unseen into the scene. So, in and through our lives. So we want the, what we can't see in and through our lives. The scripture says, don't look on the things that you see for the temporal, look on the things you can't see for the eternal. Second uh, Corinthians 4.18, Second Corinthians 5.7 says, walk by faith and not by sight, right? I, so now, now, now uh, for the skeptics, oh, here we go, uh, walk by faith, that's crazy. But every vegetation, every fruit, every child born came from the unseen. But we don't question the things that happened in our life from the unseen. Go back and look at your pictures when you was a child. You know, you didn't have them ears either. <laughs> I was joking. I was playing. Right. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> even when you was little, you had the same, same ears. Boy, he's looking at like Mr. Potato Head. Right. <laughs> he said he said he's glad his hair grew. All right, so what I'm what I'm trying to say is like, like, we always talk about how if you you plant an orange seed, where does the tree come from? And so you know, I, I did this with youth years ago, and of course, the, one of the one of the youth jumped out and said, "The tree comes from the ground." I said, "Okay, well then dig in the ground, see if there's a big tree under there. Don't even put the seed in." There's no tree inside the ground. You could dig forever. So then, then another youth said, oh, I know, I know. The tree comes from inside the seed. I said, well, then cut the seed open. Don't plant it, just cut the seed open. See if a big tree pop out. It never happened. So we're doing things all the time in the natural, in the scene, to manifest the unseen. All the time, from trees, seed, all types of stuff we do. Like, even the people that got children, where do you think they came from? They came from in the belly. Oh, they just cut your belly open as a kid sitting there going, what's up? <laughs> Slice the sperm open, a child pops out. That's what we're doing? No, 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 you're doing something in the natural, in the scene. Right? Agreement takes place. Seed meets egg, get an agreement. God shows up in the midst, 
and manifest a child. So so, so it's not far-fetched. We operate this way all the time. Seed meets ground, soil. Soil submerges the seed. Gets in agreement, overwhelms the seed. Squeezes it, it breaks, and, and, and releases what's in it. Happens all the time. And what's in it starts to manifest into the unseen. Scripture says, we shall be like trees planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth fruit in our season. This year is the season. Don't trip if you're overwhelmed. Stay believing, but do this. Look in that mirror and see if you're putting the wrong things in the atmosphere too. Watch, look at what you're absorbing. See, again, we start getting, Pastor Mel said, the reason why at the beginning of the year, some people are being attacked because the adversary is panicking. That's the people that, oh man, Venetia about to do what? But there's other people he's been trying to attack before the year was coming. Subtly putting people around you. That smell good, sound good. Talk good. Keep those carrots going, and you chasing the carrot like they used Bugs Bunny, and they had the they had the uh, the, the dog, the, the greyhounds, you know, and they just keep the greyhounds going, and you, right. So, so he, why is he doing that? Because he's like, I need to keep you distracted because this is your manifestation. And I ain't gonna be able to do nothing with you. I'm not gonna be able to overwhelm you like I've been overwhelming you. And so I need you chasing the wrong things. And I need you in pride. So when people tell you you're chasing the wrong things, you'll be like, oh, no, this, this is it. This is it. I know it was it before, and it was it before that, and it was it before that. But this is it. <laughs> no, no, it's a different it, it. Look. Look, look, it's it on the angle. <laughs> right? All right, you, see, you feel me? Man, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough, man. We just, we'll just, we'll finish next week. How about standing your feet? Yeah. <laughs>